Oh, hello, everybody. Hello and welcome to the TGO Daily Updates. As always, I am your host, Adrian, and I actually have some news to share with you today. Apologies for my absence yesterday, though you didn't miss anything, I promise. Today, we've got three pretty interesting stories, and we're going to kick things off here with Sony. So they recently showed off the user interface, the UI for the PlayStation 5. And I'm going to be honest, when I saw this hit the headlines, I, you know, I wasn't that excited. I thought it was going to be fairly standard. But it turns out that there's actually some pretty cool features on there that you might want to know about. So if you hit the PlayStation button while you are playing your game, it's going to bring up the usual control center, right? Where you get access to all the usual options. Xbox has the same thing. And the biggest new addition to that control center is what they call activities. And this is a little bit out of left field, but let me explain. Uh, these are essentially curated challenges and objectives for the game that you are playing, which aren't necessarily reflected in the game itself. And then it gives you a breakdown of all of the objectives that you need in order to complete the activity and approximately how long it should take. Now, this concept is going to work better for some games than others. For example, a 3D platformer that has a level select. And that's basically what they showed off. They showed off an activity that you could select which was going back to a previous level that you hadn't completed fully. And then when you do choose to start an activity and you click on it, it literally just immediately takes you to where you need to be. Very little loading screens and no fiddling around with the game itself. It just cuts right to it. The other really interesting feature that they've introduced is called Official Game Help. And these are literally tutorials that help you get through a difficult portion of a game. In some cases, they're just going to give you hints rather than an outright solution. However, the solutions themselves are actually videos that show you exactly what to do, and then you can put that video into picture-in-picture, -picture, and then you can play alongside the tutorial. It reminds me of how back in the day you could literally call Nintendo to get help through a difficult section. Anyway, both of those features are going to require a lot of metadata from developers, so it's kind of an opt-in thing. But if it's implemented correctly, I think it's super, super exciting, both of those things. A lot of really unique things that you can do, and they've mentioned that activities in particular is going to be a great way for developers to kind of spotlight things in their games that might go overlooked. Kind of like achievements in that way. Last thing I'll mention here is they've also integrated picture-in-picture -picture for uh, watching what your friends are playing while you're in a party with them. And again, I think that's another great idea as long as the video isn't too obtrusive. It's like sitting in the same room and playing games together. But they can be different. I don't know, I was, I was really interested in this. Uh, feel free to check out the actual video that they put out. They go into more depth of all of this stuff. Okay, so Facebook recently released the Oculus Quest 2, which is a follow-up to the highly successful standalone VR headset, and they priced it at $300, which is a pretty attractive option for both new and existing customers. Well, the Quest 2 is also the first headset to require a Facebook account in order to use it. In some cases, and for some people, this has turned it into what they're calling a $300 paperweight. Issues are arising most commonly for people who are either creating a Facebook account for the first time, or reactivating all the ones that they've deleted. Because it turns out that Facebook systems don't take too kindly to new accounts instantly integrating with other services. They think something fishy is going on. Uh, customers have had their accounts suspended or banned within minutes, completely locking them out of their VR headset. And to summarize what somebody wrote on Eurogamer, basically people are stuck in limbo. They can't use their new device, they can't use their old device, and they can't try and make a new Facebook account. And even then, if people try to refund their Quest headset, they can't go back to their old Quest and their other Oculus libraries. 
So if you are thinking about getting a VR headset and you don't mind signing in with your Facebook account, uh, the Quest is actually a pretty cool device. Otherwise, wireless headsets are going to become more and more popular over the next few years. Feel free to just wait a bit and give those a look. Okay, and here's an interesting one. So information has now been revealed that GameStop and Microsoft have partnered in revenue sharing for digital downloads. So basically, the agreement allows GameStop to get a share of any revenue, full game or DLC, on digital content that is sold on a console purchased in their stores. So if I were to go into GameStop, buy an Xbox, and then buy a game on my Xbox when I get home and unpackage it and everything, GameStop is still getting a share of that purchase. This is even going to apply to pre-owned consoles, which are then resold to a different customer. Apparently, this was a rumor for a while now, but now we've got somewhat more validity to it. And I mean, considering the struggles that GameStop have been facing over the last few years, thanks to a major shift to digital downloads, deals like this could be its saving grace. There's no word yet on if they have a similar agreement with Sony, but hey, I'm interested to see how this plays out. Anyway, folks, that's going to wrap us up. I thought that was really interesting. All three of those stories, really. We're going to be back on Monday with the news, including the NPD report for September. I'm also going to be back this weekend with a mailbag, and I'll have another show for you as well. So that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for joining me, and until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hello everybody, TGO After Show. Today was really funny, I, um, I've been tired all day, and when I saw the headline of, like, new PlayStation 5 UI, I was like, okay, great, you know, whoop-de-doo. And then I was reading the article, but my brain was just, like, not comprehending it. I was like, screw it, I'm not talking about the UI, it's boring. If I'm bored reading this article, then it's boring, nobody's gonna care about it. And then I was like, I just happened to see people talking about it again with these new features, right? Like the activity and the official game help and all this stuff. I was like, wait a second, that's actually interesting. So I read it again, and then I, I you know, once I started comprehending things, I knew what I was doing. Anyway, yeah, I thought, I thought all three of these stories were just fascinating in so many different ways. For starters, I mean, these, these new features coming to PlayStation, if they do it right, they could be really, really cool. And they're all optional as well. Like, it's not something that they're trying to shove into your face or anything. But having this official source that gives you help through a game, like I mentioned, we had that at some point. We had game guides that would be put in our hands or a tip line to call when you got stuck. And then it moved to, oh my God, I need to search through the most SEO'd guide on the internet. And I have to skip best a bunch of advertisements. And then, oh no, something got spoiled because I looked at the wrong thing. If we had actually something official in the game that actually lets you play the game how you want to play it, which which goes from outright, you know, solutions to the problem that you're having to, hey, here's a hint to help you try and figure out what's going on. I think that's incredible. I hope that that really takes off. And I hope we see something on the Xbox, too, because I'm probably not getting a PlayStation. Okay, then this Facebook thing. We all knew that this, that the problems were going to happen with this, right? And it really, really sucks, in my opinion, that... You know, probably one of the most hated companies on Earth, at least if you browse a lot of social media. I wouldn't say they're doing the absolute worst thing in the world. I'm sure there's many human atrocities that are taking place by certain companies. But in terms of, you know, the common companies that we talk about on the Internet and in the world of video games, it really sucks that Facebook acquired Oculus. Maybe not in terms of funding, maybe not in terms of R&D. But in terms of stuff like this, where you need a Facebook account in order to use your Quest, 
oh boy, does that ever stink. And not just for reasons like this, right? Like, I think that these particular issues that I talked about are probably not incredibly common. I, I would assume that these are mostly edge cases in, in, you know, relative to the amount of people that have quests. But also just having this consolidation of Facebook being the only possible login option is just so scary to me. So yeah, I mean, I have a quest. I'm actually signed in through my father's account because, you know, he bought games on the quest through his Facebook account and then he gifted the, the thing to me. And so I just stayed logged into his account so I could have the games. I didn't want to rebuy them. So I don't have to worry about it so much because, you know, whatever, it's easy. But if I ever upgrade the VR headset, uh, it probably won't be a quest. And then finally, this GameStop revenue sharing. I'm really interested in this because I'm wondering why would Microsoft want to do it? I mean, I guess there's an incentive now for GameStop to try and push people to buy the console, right? Microsoft says, hey, if you sell more consoles, then we'll give you some money, basically. Maybe there's something to be said about the fact that GameStop is helpful to Microsoft's business as a whole. Like, GameStop's existence is important. Maybe not the minutia of it, but... So maybe Microsoft has a, a vested interest in seeing GameStop survive? Otherwise, I'm, I'm interested in the context there. And hey, I mean, if the share is good enough, this is the kind of thing that GameStop can do to uh, turn things around, at least. Anyway, folks, that's going to wrap us. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'm going to be back tomorrow, probably with the mailbag. And then I've got a really exciting project happening this weekend. And if everything goes to plan, I'll tell you more about it uh, next week. So until next time, farewell. <laughs>